Clang Magazine is paid for by supporters like you at www.clangmag.co and by the following sponsors. Dear listener, are you a musician? Are you a studio musician? Do you suffer from ear fatigue? Have you been listening to your mix for hours and hours on end? Are you unsure how exactly to make it just right for the club when you go out spinning later that night? Well, perhaps you need to contact our friend Felipe Vareshi at Vareshi Mastering, because not only are they a mastering studio, but they are a consulting firm dedicated to helping you solve your own ear fatigue problems. It's always important to get another set of ears in on your project. So who better to ask than a true professional such as Felipe Vareshi? Go to vareshimastering.com. That is V-A-R-E-S-C-H-I mastering.com. Get yourself sorted out right away. You are now listening to Clang Magazine. Parasocial mentorship. This is your life on Ryuichi Sakamoto. Ryuichi Sakamoto died on my birthday this past month, on March 28th, 2023, at the age of 71, after a nearly decade-long battle with cancer. It feels rather poetic knowing he died on the same day of the year I was born. As for almost two decades, the man's direct influence on my life has been inescapable. I was about 16 years old when I first came across the work of Ryuichi Sakamoto. It was his 2005 piano and electronics duo collaboration record with minimal glitch artist Alva Noto, entitled Insen. The record acted as a conversation between the two artists, with Sakamoto gently setting reverberant consonants on the grand piano while also providing all sampling source materials for Alvinoto to create rhythmic and granular textures. Ultimately, the only sounds we hear on the record are Ryuichi's piano, whether it be untouched or remixed beyond recognition. It was this usage of granular synthesis in particular that stuck with me at such a young age. It was most likely the first time I'd ever heard such an effect so plain and clearly. Sakamoto would play a single chord on the piano. Alvinoto would capture and freeze it digitally in time and space, playing back these micro loops of pulses and bits as accompaniment to Sakamoto's original unprocessed piano channel. A conversation between dry and wet, clean and dirty, not necessarily a digital delay, not necessarily a blended reverberation, something bright and present 
yet repetitive, amorphous, and seemingly infinite. These conversations make up this eight-track record in its entirety. And coming in at 47 minutes, it is a certified banger of an LP that holds up to this day, as if it was released yesterday. I am 32 years old now, and the effect of this record and other collaborative piano works of Ryuichi Sakamoto have followed me for half my life. I mean, come on. I love playing impressionist-ass piano improvisations with a sustained pedal down constantly through a wall of time-based signal processing. Who doesn't? But it wasn't until during the peak pandemic, when I just so happened to stumble across the biographical documentary on Sakamoto-san, Coda, that I truly came to the realization as to why I had such an affinity for this man and his signature sound. About halfway through the film, Sakamoto sits in his Greenwich Village apartment in the basement studio, once again at his Steinway. He plays a single note with a sustained pedal on and says the following. Quote, When I think about music, it is usually from a piano perspective. The piano doesn't sustain sound. Let alone, the sound attenuates and then disappears. You can still hear a little bit, but it gets drowned out by ambient noise. End quote. The sound of the single note continues to sustain, just ever so slightly audible. Quote, I'm fascinated by the notion of a perpetual sound, one that won't dissipate over time, essentially the opposite of the piano, because the notes never fade. I suppose in literary terms, it would be like a metaphor for an eternity, end quote. When I tell you I jumped out and pointed at the TV like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme and audibly yelled, he's just like me for real. When I heard Sakamoto-san say these words, you wouldn't believe me. Finally, someone had put into both technical and figurative language exactly what it is I've been searching for throughout adulthood in my own music. This lifelong fascination I've had with drone, feedback, and reflective spaciousness in music. It is a means of seeking out the eternal. When we find these infinite moments, we seek safety and warmth in the sustain, a protective shell where we don't necessarily need to move on right away, whether as listeners or musicians. A yearning for things to stay the same, a fear of what's potentially to come that I feel is right around the corner without necessarily giving any reason for it. For me, these sonic characteristics have an immediate healing quality for me both through performance and listening to the works of others, Sakamoto-san in particular. My anxious tendencies to worry about my, long, my laundry list of neuroticisms could be put on temporary hold through a simple seventh chord, gently arpeggiating through reflections and echoing feedback. I can withstand the fear through sound, even for just a brief moment. Ryuichi Sakamoto's nearly decade-long battle with cancer illustrated his need and ability to stare this fear in its face and to continue trucking for as long as he could, to continue this eternal sustain until no longer possible. Everything about this man's life represented something that I just felt so deeply for. His diagnoses of both throat and colon cancer scared me deeply as an Ashkenazi Jew who likes to smoke and drink tasty beverages and eat snacks, and whose grandfather also happened to have died from colon cancer. Sometimes we try to live vicariously through our celebrity idols, but for me it just seemed that I identified with Sakamoto from top to bottom, in music and in life, 
through light and darkness. And so in his memory, I will try to stare the fear in the face and keep on trucking, despite my own fears of mortality. It hurts deeply to know that he's gone, and I'll never be able to shake his hand and thank him for an entire adulthood of parasocial mentorship, let alone even see him perform live. But through the effect he's had on me and thousands of other musicians throughout the world, I can't help but think that this is the eternal sound and continuum he may have sought. There are only so many artists whose discography spans so many releases across over four decades and countless of genres and styles. It's hard not to hear his influence in any number of contemporary ambient, techno, or electronic pop projects. He's not going anywhere in my life or the life of any musicians, I can tell you that. It's impossible to escape the effect he's had on my fingertips at the piano, my mouse and the DAW, or any reverberant sustained sound playing through my monitors. An eternal sound must be shared in order for it to succeed infinitely. It should multiply by the thousands and reflect back and forth, continuously shared as an ever-expanding feedback loop. Thank you, Ryuichi Sakamoto, for sharing it with me. What you're listening to right now is a sample piece created using sounds by Benoit Pulard and Cruel Diagonals, two artists that have contributed, graciously contributed to our little project called The Zone, which is our subscription service. And now you have the chance to showcase your work that you make using the resources of The Zone. Introducing The Zone Compilation for Spring 2023, Call for Audio Works. Using the samples, stems, and software provided to you in The Zone as a subscriber, you are tasked with creating a three to five minute audio work inspired by the defrosting of winter ice and the coming rain seasons. The audio work can be of any style, music, collage, radio drama, soundscape, etc. Subscribe now at clangmag.co to The Zone, and we look forward to hearing your work in the Spring 2023 compilation. <laughs> 